0: visit Toyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.
1: And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller?
0: I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free.
1: Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller.
0: I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. plus.
1: Hmm. How's that bad?
0: I got to choose from their best plans.
1: So, what went wrong?
0: Oh, nothing went wrong.
1: And you're calling to...
0: To request a song?
1: You want a song. Of course.
0: The choice is
1: yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24+, plus with Galaxy A.I. on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting
0: changes everything. Offers vary by device, subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See slash Samsung for details.
2: This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured, not obligations of Navy Federal, and may lose value. Uh.
0: Check it out now. Uh. No doubt now. Uh. Monday morning, December 3rd, 2018. It out, it's the now. Beating the Books podcast. Gil Alexander guessing lines week 14 in the national football league vinnie maliulo in for chrissy andrews the south point hotel casino sportsbook director first though as always a reminder the show brought to you by the T H E S C O R E X dot t-h-e-s-c-o-r-e-x.com it's that secret stock market thing i've been talking about for years on the show time to update the standings four weeks left four weeks left to determine who will be on the wildcard Megapod with me, Marco, and Ace. And right now, Profitable extends its lead. Don't know if it's him or her. Profitable, plus 33.1%, way out in the lead with four weeks to go. Dino the Greek in second place, 26.2% up on his portfolio or her. Top Schleff. 25.7% 25.7% up, The Wick, 23.3% up, and Liam Converse, 22.5%. Oh, I've been interacting with Liam on Twitter for years, I think. Liam, nice job in the top five. Profitable, though, with a sizable lead. It is Profitable's contest to lose. No pressure. We shall see. TheScoreX.com. T-H-E-S-C-O-R-E-X.com. Check it out. believe in analytics...
1: Analytics, statistics, and more are used to win wagers, and Gill has every number you need to cash your tickets. Now, live from the VCN Studios in the South Point Hotel and Casino, it's Gil Alexander.
3: It is Gil Alexander. It is a numbers game right here at VSN, the Vegas Stats and Information Network, Sirius XM Channel 204, VCN.com, the VSIN app, FUBO TV. Every which way, it's all about VSN. First ever Sports Betting Network 24-7, recognize recognize um, today on the show, Guessing Lines, Week 14, National Football League. Vinny will be in here for Chrissy. Vinny Maliulo in for the great Chrissy Andrews, director of the South Point Sportsbook Hotel Casino, um, or, or me, the South Point Hotel Casino Sportsbook. Um, Vinny will be here momentarily. We will talk Guessing Lines, Week 14. Again, another nod, another tribute to the old Stardust radio show of the same name, back in the day with Roxy, Roxborough. Um, where we will try to isolate value in upcoming lines. I've been in a cocoon. I don't know the lines last couple weeks. Kelly, Kelly Bidlin here uh, today, ladies and gentlemen, once again, as my uh, my stopgap producer. That's right. Happy Monday to you, Gil. Bridge in the gap. Happy Monday to you, man. Yeah. Although I know uh, this isn't a Monday for you. You worked all weekend long.
2: Yeah, this is like Friday, Saturday, Sunday combined sort of thing, I guess, for uh, me today. <laughs> okay. That's
3: all right. <laughs> um, wait, where was I going with this again? Oh, yeah. Um, couple last couple weeks of guessing lines, I've been outraged by two different lines each of these two weeks. Two weeks ago, it was an outrageous Colts line with minus nine against the Dolphins. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Yep. It's like five, 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 six points off. Uh, Colts needed everything to win that game, won it at the end. Yeah. And I then the Redskins, I had them at six as the dogs against the Cowboys. Vinny told me it was eight and a half. I was outraged by that. Redskins lost by eight. If you got it early, you got that. This week, uh, we split on the outrage lines this past week. Um, the one that I was correctly outraged about was the Jets. Tennessee was giving nine against the Jets. Are you we got to be kidding me. Like, Tennessee shouldn't be a nine-point favorite over anybody. They do end up winning, Tennessee does. Hit for teaser, folks. Uh, they trailed the entire game, only led at the end. Uh, the line that I was outraged by that didn't turn out to be uh, justified in my outrage with was the uh, Atlanta-Baltimore line. I thought Atlanta should be the favorite. Atlanta did end up being the favorite after Vinny Toby Baltimore was the favorite when we did this a week ago, and then Baltimore proceeded to just— and we'll get into the details of all the games yesterday.
2: Th- that was a surprise to me, and that was that that was a loser for me for the weekend. Uh, it was—and but I, I, and I don't know exactly your thought process on it, but it, for, to me it was— it, it, Lamar Jackson's implosion game is coming at some point, so I'm going <laughs> to keep fading the Ravens right. until yeah. that happens. And yesterday we saw glimpses of it, right? He had yeah. the fumble that, that turned into a touchdown. It, it, see, you're always going to get the gr- the great and the bad with with Lamar, and, and, and I know this a little bit because because I covered him all throughout his high school career, even before he got into college. Did so you? Yeah. So I know I know him from way back then. So I'm I, as much as I love the guy. He's got a great arm, incredible talent. We know what he can do. An implosion game or two is going to come once some tape gets down on the guy and people kind of get to know what he's doing. So, for me, it's a little bit more fade Baltimore. And, yes, Atlanta's at home. Matt Ryan's great. I know that offense can do what they do. They get a few stops. Maybe that's a winner. But, yeah, it went the other way on me yesterday.
3: I just want to point out, because I've been beating this drum for the last couple weeks, here's, again, live audio of – John Harbaugh talking to Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco saying, "Hey, my hip's great." John Harbaugh saying, "Uh, "No, your hip still hurts. No, trust me, it hurts. No, no, really, it's good. No, no, still hurts, Joe." And that's 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 going to happen. That's going to happen again this week. (laughs) Uh, It's you do raise a point there though that we don't harp on enough, which is uh, handicappers um, as sports betters. While I was watching Chase Daniel and the and the Bears yesterday, I was secretly hoping the Bears would end up winning that and then Chase would play again so you could just bet the house against him because I felt the same way about him as you are saying about Lamar Jackson. because I think, I don't know how Chase Daniel, first of all, how they won that game against Detroit was a pick six, obviously but yesterday, how they got the ball downfield to actually tie that uh, after the onside kick was just uh, or even prior to uh, that that drive as well was just amazing uh, and to me was an outlier, so who knows? It'll be, probably be Trubisky next week, anyway.
2: Yeah, I'm big on you know, especially when we talk, you know, court, new quarterbacks or or, or or you know guys coming in or like like that. Or if if I'm looking at specific spots, it is funny how you're you may lay off one week just knowing that you want x to happen because you're gonna bet that you know bet a ton the following week or when they play the you know play the next team so it is funny when you're you're rooting for someone to do well one week because you you know or yep. you want them to crash and burn the next week
3: yep that's kind of how we think yep. uh before we get to vinny because vinny has come in studio hello vinny how are, how are you? you oh let's turn we'll turn vinny's mic on at some point vinny maliula ladies and gentlemen or in for chrissy andrews here on a uh, on a monday guessing lines for week 14 Vinnie Maolio, or as Chrissy once called him, Vinny Maolio. He's only known him for like uh, three decades or more.
2: <laughs> Vinny Maolio. I love that. 40 years.
3: Yeah. <laughs> All right. NFL then. Again, tonight, uh, Eagles six-point favorites over the Redskins. Mm-hmm. Big implications in the National Football Conference Eastern Division. If the Skins win, they will be in a tie record-wise with the Cowboys, uh, those two teams having split their two games this year. Both would be at 7-5, and five, and that would effectively put the Eagles – yeah, not a, not mathematically eliminated, but that would they'd be donezo at that point as the defending Super Bowl champions. It would take a miracle for them mm-hmm. to overcome the two game deficit with four games left against two different teams. That is, if the uh, if the Eagles win, obviously the Cowboys would have a one game lead then over both the Redskins and the Eagles. Here's the thing about this that is a bit of a surprise, not a complete surprise, but a mild upset, is that the Redskins look like they're going to have a Chris Thompson back tonight which uh, Chris Thompson and Jamison Crowder both practiced last this, this past week, and they practiced uh, Wednesday and Thursday. Thompson looks like he's definitely playing, and Chris Thompson is the Redskins' most dynamic offensive player, period, with apologies to Jordan Reed. Jamison Crowder, their slot receiver, may be back tonight. So, again, be sure to check the uh, inactives prior to uh, game time. We won't know for sure until this afternoon, but that's a big deal. Um, I wouldn't be too quick, in other words, to lay those six points is what I'm getting at. Because, again, this mm-hmm. is a Skins team that has been decimated by injuries on the offensive side of the football, both on the line, as mm-hmm. we've documented, and in their skilled position players. So they could be getting, well, they will be getting one back tonight, if not two of those guys. Yep. You
4: know, it's interesting. A week ago, we were talking about the possibility or a strong likelihood of a three-way tie in in the uh, in the NFC East, right? Because the right. Cowboys were a significant dog That's at right. home Thursday night against the Saints. They took care of business there, so they're certainly in remain in the driver's seat. Um, really puts more uh, of an emphasis on this game tonight, right? Because as you said, Gil. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially if it's if the Eagles lose this game tonight, oh. I, I just don't like. I don't see it happen. I mean, they're already. In a, in a tough spot, but
3: uh, Eagles trying to avoid Vinnie becoming the 18th mm-hmm. team and a 52 Super Bowl champions or 51 uh, would be 52 Super Bowl champions not yep. to make the postseason mm-hmm. the next year. By the way, Jamison Crowder has missed seven games for the skins with an ankle injury.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Chris Thompson has missed six games with rib injuries, separate rib injuries uh, for the Washington Redskins heading into tonight. Vinny, in for Chrissy this morning. Chrissy, and you have been on the horn once again.
4: Chrissy, on the uh, on the horn, listening right now. Uh, called in the finals with uh, and uh, supervisor Lou Vargin. Put them in. They're up. They're in. They're in. I've got the openers for you, buddy. All right. Let's do Thursday night, and we'll go to break after that. We'll do All right. Sunday in earnest. No the, buys. The Jacksonville Jaguars at the Tennessee Titans.
3: Jacksonville, Jaguars, Tennessee Titans. A oh. little different matchup than we had last Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little. But. Also a little different from that Monday night game that preceded right. it. Um Jacksonville at Tennessee, AFC South. Jacksonville gets off the schneid yesterday. Mm-hmm. Cody Kessler, 18 for 24, 150 in the Jaguars six to nothing. Win over the Colts.
4: A defensive machine. <laughs> No wow. touchdowns, no picks for right. Kessler. Sacked three times. A little questionable at the end of that game with the time expiring. Yeah. Now, it shouldn't have come down to that, but uh, it right. certainly looked like uh, Colts... Receiver, and I, I forgot which receiver it was, but he, it looked like he was out of bounds. Eric and Swoop. Looked, they were going to have one more shot at the end zone there.
3: Yeah, what Vinny's referring to, by the way, the uh, the Jaguars not only win it outright, uh, obviously they cover his four-and-a-half-point dogs. Jalen Ramsey, who earlier in the game had reached out and briefly offered to help Andrew Luck off the ground at one point, only to quickly withdraw his hand and walk away with a little psych. <laughs> saw that move. The always charming Jalen Ramsey. Uh, Ramsey hit Eric Swoop, what you're referring to Vinny, near the mm-hmm. sideline at the end of a third and 6 um what turned out to be a game-ending play at the Jacksonville 29. Jacksonville 29 yard line. Colts had no timeouts and the tight end seemed to land out of bounds. But official right there right on the spot ruled that Swoop's forward progress had been stopped. That kept the clock running. Colts out of timeouts could only watch the clock wind down. Jags win it 6 to nothing. Big loss. For the Colts, mm-hmm. fall, uh, they fall now three games out of first place in the AFC South with four left. So that's the Texans' yep. division to win at this point. Jag stopping a seven-game losing streak, snapping a Indianapolis five-game winning streak in the process. Uh, Colts very much still in the AFC Wild Card picture. Mm-hmm. Cody Kessler's first win in nine career starts. Wow, he did have one interception drop, managed to wrestle away a fumble of his own. A lot of things went their way. At Tennessee, Tennessee was down big to the Jets, came all the way back, Mm -hmm. win it in the end.
4: With, uh, what, about 35 seconds to go?
3: 36 seconds. All right. Marcus Mariota, 11-yard touchdown pass to Corey Davis with 36 seconds left. Titans rally from a 16-point deficit, beat the Jets 26-22. Teasers cash, but they do not cover. Jets cover. Remember that was one of my outrage lines. You did, and
4: uh, I was going to bring that up. but What's interesting, you had said because this the Titans at nine and a half, right? I was like they shouldn't be favored by that over anybody. No, but you want to know something? It yeah. they didn't. It's not like they took the Jets in that game. It's interesting too, Gil. Right. When we say these, we pay great point. very much attention to how games are wagered, and so that's that's another aspect of this whole process of ours, whereby you say, well, listen, what about, what do what you make it, what, how, how were the previous games, how were certain matchups in particular wagered? It was interesting. Um, and after we got off, I, I thought maybe there would be a, a significant influx of, 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 of Jets money. Did not
3: happen. It is, it is funny how, even with the outrage, then you're like, okay, well, you bet the Jets then, right? It's like, well, I think I will. <laughs> you, you know, you're not, again, you're not castanzing women and children over <laughs> <laughs> to go bet the Jets. Um, Marcus Mariota and the Titans, they forced the Jets to pump, by the way, with 146 left. Yeah. Found themselves starting at their own 14 to set up the game-winning drive. Uh, they got it done. Mari- uh, Mariota threw for 220 of his 282 yards in the second half. Also led the Titans with 43 yards rushing, including a 25-yard scramble on that game-winning drive, where he recovered his own fumble at the end. That was a big theme yesterday in the NFL. Quarterbacks recovering their own fumbles. Oof, was it ever. Certainly uh, the Giants would have been killing themselves if they had lost that because Chase Daniel was just fumbling it all over the place and recovering it all over his place. We'll get to that later. Anyway, Titans out game, the Jets, 403 to 280 in total offense. Jacksonville at Titans, mm-hmm. a barn burner of a Thursday night game. I'll say Tennessee, and let's relate it back to my guess from last week, right? Mm-hmm. Where I said, I think I said Tennessee by three or four over the Jets, or four I said, mm-hmm. and it was yes. nine and a half. I was right. like, outraged. So I'm gonna I'm gonna remain consistent. I'm gonna say Tennessee by four and a half here over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Four and a half, there it is. They've come Bingo. to me. What
4: a start! They've come to me. They are. I'm drunk with power. We're just gonna put your numbers up today, no matter what. It's <laughs> just do every that. Game. Uh, let's just do that.
3: <laughs> Jaguars in victory, 11 first downs, two hundred and eleven total yards. Yeah, well, sometimes it works out that way. But you know, you it know and great... this
4: may look. I'm sorry, yeah, no, but it, this may look like it. Well, you said, well, this is not a really particularly. Uh, attractive matchup given their their records issue, but it's the Thursday night game. yes. and you know what it's the standalone game. It's not going to to do what the game last last Thursday night the Cowboys and the Saints did. but uh, it'll still it it will have more handle than it would have if it uh, than if it was on Sunday right. So
3: did that Saints Cowboys was the one lesson, the one takeaway from that game more than anything was. Bet Thursday games at your own risk because squirrely things happen on Thursdays. It- well,
4: the difference with that game was because it was uh, Thursday's always been about a, a short turnaround, right? But mm-hmm. but uh, the thing about it is they had played on Thanksgiving. They so it wasn't like, yeah, both of them. So it, it wasn't that it was a short, a particularly short week for both of them. It was an attractive enough matchup, yeah. too. It was actually one of uh, the highest uh, wagered games of the year. A handle on the game was... was off the charts.
3: We've replaced your New Orleans Saints with your local high school team. <laughs> let watch what happens. Um, Tennessee, four and a half. Nailed there it.
4: There you go, buddy. Got Good start.
3: One. By the way, shout out to Ta- Taewon Taylor of the uh, Titans. It was great yesterday. Three catches for 104. Titans win it despite going one of 11 on third downs yesterday. We'll get to the full Sunday slate. Try to isolate some value. That's what we do. It's guessing lines. Week 14 in the National Football League. Vinny in for Chrissy. Tribute to the old Stardust show right here on Vison
1: Back to a numbers game with your host, Gil Alexander, broadcasting live from our v studios in Las Vegas.
3: Bowl season is upon us now. Bowl season uh, is what stands between us and the uh, college football playoff. v wants to make you a better college football handicapper for bowl season with our annual Bowl Guide, which is due out in the next week. Bowl Guide is more than 100 pages of analysis and predictions for every bowl game. And right now, if you sign up, For VEASAN's all-access subscription package, the bowl guide is only $9.99. That's $10 off the cover price. Just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. That's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. I will also have a a capsule, if you will. We're going to cover every single bowl game on this show on a numbers game, and we're going to handicap it. Now, as I say that, let me just point this out, Vinny, because you'll appreciate this. So tomorrow on the show, we're going to go through the bowl season tenets. The bowl season handicapping tenets. We'll run through them all because there's a whole bunch – and they're always dynamic because there's more things happening now. Guys aren't even showing up for bowl games. Like, that's the latest thing, right? Where uh, ever since Christian McCaffrey and Leonard Fournette right. said deuces, now everybody's doing it. By the way, I'm surprised it had, didn't happen for years. I, and I'm all, I'm all for the players mm-hmm. doing that. Good mm-hmm. for them if they want to protect their pro careers. Um, that said, let me just say this as I, as I promote all this stuff. For those of us who have bet for years and years, college football bowl season, every year I go into it very excited. And every year I come out disappointed. And I just want to remind myself, because all it took was one day last year to remind. The very first day with like the five bowl games, you're like, oh, yeah, that's why I hate bowl season. <laughs> because we try to we try to handicap motivation. And you know what in the end, Vinny? None of us really know.
4: You, you really don't. That's a great point. Um, there's several factors that, and again, there's what, 40 bowl games? Uh, 40. 40. I yep. mean, here here's motivation is certainly a part of it. Uh, coaching, coaching, move movement, right? Coaching and players. And, and players yeah. deciding, as you mentioned, not to play. Um, suspensions come about, right? And sometimes suspensions in droves, like a you know groups of, of players. Yeah. So there's a lot to, uh, and more, is, which we'll yeah. talk about tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's just it's a situation where outside of the uh, the Final Four because they're they're playing in advance. It's it's difficult, um, but. You know, then you've got to take into consideration, again, we go back to motivation, who's excited about being in a particular game because the program is on the rise, um, who feels disrespected. Uh, you know, we, we, we've talked uh, I, and we'll continue to talk about UCF. Uh, do they, uh, you know, I mean, what an accomplishment for this uh, this program over the last few years. So, yeah, there's a lot of things to take take away. But you know what, to, Gil, uh, to your point, you, you come away disappointed, but what, ke- what keeps you coming back? Their games, they're there. Arrogance. There's betting
3: opportunity.
4: Oh, and by the way, Stupidity. last year's championship game was pretty exciting, right? So, oh, a championship game is a different you know, story, but, but
3: like you know, yeah. I mean, so. I guess what I'm saying is like sometimes you you uh, you handicap motivation. You're like, yeah, no, you know, within yeah. these are such live. Oh, betting, you can, such live betting vehicles because you know, five yeah. minutes into a pre flop, you're like, mm-hmm. well, that's that was wrong.
2: Yeah. yeah, Sorry, Gil. L- yeah. Love you, but don't believe that on that first day when there's five games going on, yeah. you're not going to have the action on at least one game. Okay? Uh, but uh, no, uh, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. uh, you know me well. <laughs> you're on
4: to me. That's that's uh, the proverbial lock.
3: Yes, <laughs> the proverbial lock is right. All right, let's continue week 14 in right. the NFL. Um, Sunday.
4: Sunday's first game, uh, 10 a.m. Pacific. Start the Ravens back uh, from the uh, back from the mat. Yeah. Against the Chiefs in Kansas City, and um, I'm sure you'll have a comment on this. Now, again, we we need to see uh, obviously more than one game, mm-hmm. but the Kareem Hunt situation. Yes, I believe certainly impacted and imp- and impacts that Chiefs offense.
3: I believe it does, and we've become very we've become very used to saying, well, quarterbacks are really the only thing that moves the needle, mm-hmm. and only certain quarterbacks but man um sure appeared yesterday anyway and it is only one game that Kareem Hunt probably moves the needle a little in the in the betting market
4: well you know Should. what else Gil yeah. you talked about uh fumbles in in the first segment and, mm-hmm. and and quarterbacks in particular fumbling and recovering their own fumbles yeah the raiders don't fumble the ball yesterday or if they recover from they, they
3: win the game right think about it i mean they, they did not recover their fumbles. Kansas City ends up winning that game against Raiders. Raiders got within three late yes. in that game. Yep. Uh, and for a moment there, you're like, is this, is this really happening? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Chiefs end up uh, going away, winning that ball game yesterday. If we could flash up the uh, the final from yesterday. Kansas City wins it on 23 of 38 passing from Patrick Mahomes. 295 yards, four touchdowns, no picks, no sacks. Oh, by the way, he also carried the ball nine times for 52 yards. Spencer Spencer Ware. In uh, lieu of of um, of Kareem Hunt, fourteen carries, forty seven yards, and a touchdown. Travis Kelsey was the man yesterday. Twelve mm-hmm. catches, one hundred sixty eight yards, two touchdowns. The uh, Chiefs win it forty to thirty three. Don't come near uh, the cover of fourteen points. Um, Eleven penalties for the Chiefs also got the best of them for ninety four yards. Um, Mahomes, by the way, just a side note, through twelve games, you know the list of of quarterbacks that have thrown 40 touchdown passes through 12 games in a season, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, and Patrick Mahomes. 41 wow. now on the season. Wow. Good Lord. Manning had 44 at this point in 2004. Brady had 41 in 2013. Wow. Oh, Brady also, I guess. Oh no, Manning had 44 in 20 in 2004, 41 in 2013. Brady had 41 in 2007. Um Yes. So the headline, and, and let's just review it again, Kareem Hunt, after we got off the air on Friday, this all went down in a five-hour span on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kareem Hunt, TMZ, coming out with a video um, that from February in a hotel um, that shows Kareem Hunt uh, shoving, kicking um, a a woman, and it is footage that the NFL claims to have never— well, here's, here's what we know. The NFL never interviewed Kareem Hunt. The NFL never interviewed the victim. And according to The Athletic, the NFL actually told the Kansas City Chiefs to stand down and not pursue the video anymore, the acquisition of the video, because everybody was aware that something went down. Here's a Mike Freeman tweet, Mike Freeman NFL, at Mike Freeman NFL. The NFL never interviewed Hunt. The NFL never interviewed the victim. The NFL, according to The Athletic, instructed the Chiefs to stop rushing the, uh, pursuing the video. Hey, everything I just said. TMZ got the video. Point number four. And so it, it, it harkens back, again, not to get too much in the weeds on this, but I would go on rants a couple summers ago here on v about how, listen, the, Roger Dell makes over $40 million a year. On my podcast, the Beating the Book podcast, and on this show, I have ranted about just how bad of a tenure this is in the NFL. Spygate bounty gate deflate gate uh, the redskins and cowboys salary cap um, just ridiculous ruling that no one remembers uh, that Roger Goodell came down on the redskins name flap which i know people have different opinions on but Roger Goodell sided with Daniel Snyder so quickly that it was just you know like whoa do you want to even spend a minute talking about this of course the biggest the biggest stain in the Goodell administration, though, is the question of domestic violence, mm-hmm. the issue of domestic violence. And the fact is that, the, that nothing happened to Ray Rice until that video appeared, that grainy black and white video. Ray Rice initially with a just a slap on the wrist. Then when the video came out, oh, boy, what have you done, NFL? Josh Brown of the New York Giants also mishandled by Roger Goodell. And so then last year or two, or two summers ago, this Ezekiel Elliott matter with the Cowboys – and I ranted on, and on about it on a numbers game all the time, how, and I'm a Redskin fan, the, the handling of Ezekiel Elliott was a complete PR pendulum swing because of how they mishandled Ray Rice and Josh Brown on domestic violence. They had affidavits, sworn affidavits, and flimsy evidence against Ezekiel Elliott. He ended up with a six-game suspension that he had to keep appealing all year long last year. It's ridiculous. And now this. And if it's true that the NFL told the Chiefs not to go after this video, shame on them. Shame on them. Another stain. Can't get anything right. So in a five-hour span, uh, when the video was uh, exposed by TMZ, was put on the commissioner's exemptions list, and then the Kansas City Chiefs, basically because they had asked Kareem Hunt, even though they didn't end up getting the video, they had asked Kareem Hunt, hey, did this happen? What happened? What's the extent of it? Well, Kareem Hunt had lied to them. And so the Chiefs cut ties with their leading rusher, um, and a key cog in their offense. So that's basically the review, if you were trapped under a heavy object or we're out of the country um chiefs do get the win against the raiders yesterday we'll see if spencer ware and company can make up for that moving forward but obviously on the football field which is where we we uh really care about matters here for our purposes um we'll see we'll see how it affects numbers and Vinny, i'm guessing it'll affect a number here mm-hmm. maybe baltimore comes into this game having beaten atlanta and again Coach Harbaugh, my hip's okay. Joe, your hip's not okay. No, really, it's okay. No, it's not. Sit back on the sideline. Lamar Jackson yesterday, first of all, the, the Ravens in that game, 7 of 15 on third downs, 2 for 2 on fourth. They outgained Atlanta 366 to 131 in their 26 to 16 win. Outright win is two and a half point dogs. They controlled the ball for 39 minutes and 39 seconds. Lamar, 12 of 21 for 125 but also added 17 carries for 75 yards and a touchdown. And that's the dimension that he adds. Dominating defensive performance by the Ravens. They limited Atlanta to its fewest yards in almost two decades. Baltimore held the Falcons to 131 yards. Atlanta's worst showing since a game against the Niners in 1999. By the way, if you watch Red Zone, this was an amazing day of Red Zone with that game. Every time it went to that game, the Ravens had the ball. I do not remember one instance in which the Falcons had the ball. 39 39 will do that. How about the
4: fact that the Ravens opened two and a half in this game? At one point, remember that was the, the other one I was the Falcons, outraged about? Yeah, the yeah. Falcons at one point were a three point favorite, closed two and a half.
3: That was the one so. I was outraged about and was and should not have been outraged about by, based come. on the result. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Ravens ended up sacking Matt Ryan three times, one of which forced the fumble that Tavon Young returned 11 yards for a touchdown. Uh, that sealed the victory, more or less. Right
4: back in the North, uh, division course. race now with the Steelers. Uh, a half the last game night. back. So half game um, back. They they stumbled. Remember, they beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. Looked like they were, you know, on a on a terrific course. After that game, though, they were never the same. And in the last couple of weeks, they've uh, resurrected themselves.
3: I'll say Kansas City by seven here, Kansas by a City. touchdown.
4: Pay the man seven. It is big old Back to back. Back on, right back. Right on it.
3: Which is cool, but not really what we want. We want outrage. We want to isolate some value. Oh, we'll find some outrage, I'm sure. Uh, we'll get there. <laughs> all right, what you got next?
4: We've got the Colts and the Texans.
3: Colts Their and the division Texans division matchup. So all the AFC South playing each other.
4: That's yeah, correct. So Jaguars South Titans either. on Thursday, and now the Colts, Texans here.
3: So if there's Indianapolis six and six, Houston's nine and three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what the tiebreaker is offhand with Tennessee, if Tennessee wins Thursday, but I'm guessing Houston might have a shot here. Well, Houston definitely has a shot here this week to clinch Mm -hmm. the AFC South. Mm -hmm. Houston, which lost its first three games of the season and has reeled off nine in a row, longest winning streak in the National Football League. Indianapolis against the Jaguars, we already covered this game. They had 41 rushing yards. 41 against the Jaguars. Andrew Luck was sacked three times yesterday after getting hit. Remember, Mm -hmm. just five times in the entire month of November. Hit five times in the entire month of November. He was sacked once in the previous five games. Sacked three times yesterday. Uh, Colts entered with the fourth most points in the league. 34.6 points a game during their win streak. Uh, Luck had thrown three or more touchdown passes in eight consecutive games. Yep, all of that went away in their shutout loss. Colts, by the way, passing up two field goal tries in the first half including taking one successful kick off the scoreboard. Mm -hmm. They were 0 for for 3, rather, on fourth down, all of them in field goal range. They finished with just 265 yards, 5 of 18 on third downs. And the Texans, man, they went out to a huge lead over the Browns. It was over before you could even blink. 23 to nothing halftime lead. Deshaun, 22 of 31 for 224 for the Texans. One touchdown, no picks. Mm -hmm. Sacked four times. Lamar Miller, another 100-yard game. 19 carries, 103 yards. DeAndre Hopkins, seven catches, ninety one. Houston, eight of sixteen on third downs. They were outgained by Cleveland. Love these stats. 397 to 197, but they were plus four in turnover margin. That's the story. And again, speaking of time of possession domination, we just did with Baltimore over Atlanta. 37 minutes 35 seconds for the Texans yesterday in that game. Um, and they picked off Baker Mayfield three times. Houston by four, sir. Four and a half.
4: You're right there, Gil.
3: Okay. I'll do four and
4: a half. All right. Makes sense.
3: Let's go to break. Okay. I'll do more. Guessing Lines. Week 14 in the National Football League. Looking to isolate value. We'll get to some, I hope. Week 17 is squirrely. We've got a few more bettable weeks here in the NFL. Vinny in for Chrissy. It's a numbers game right here at VSIN.
1: Now, back to a numbers game with your host, Gil Alexander. Broadcasting live from our V-CIN studios in Las Vegas.
3: Back on Guessing Lines here on a numbers game where sports betting analytics live actionable sports betting information. Skill Alexander, Sirius XM channel 204 here at VEASAN. Uh, Vinny, I think I can speak for everybody because we have TVs on here in the studio. Um, and I think this, uh, this goes across aisles. This is just a great uh, American statesman. We're watching uh, George H.W. Bush, our 41st mm-hmm. uh, president of the United States. Uh, it's his funeral today. And I just want to say... Uh, What a statesman, and what a resume. Has there ever been a greater resume for any human being? President, vice president, uh, led the CIA, director of the CIA, director of the FBI, ambassador to the United Nations, uh, was a World War II pilot. You were saying he got shot down?
4: He was shot down in World War II and uh, rescued at sea by an American
3: submarine. Uh, Played in a couple College World Series, by the way, tying it into sports. For Yale? Yeah. I just want to point that out. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, just, yeah. uh, just, a uh, remarkable. Anyway, pretty uh,
4: humble man, uh, in, <clears throat> in today's political environment. Let it,
3: uh, let it was, not uh, let that pass without, exact. without mentioning.
4: And, and also Gil, uh, to you and many others, happy Hanukkah. Doesn't today begin Hanukkah?
3: Well, thank you, Vinnie Maliulo. Right? It is the first day of Hanukkah. That's right. Um, let me just explain a brief, brief aside here on Hanukkah. Uh, Hanukkah, not really a big holiday back in the old country. But uh, for those of us who uh, grew up uh, Jewish here in this uh, country, it's sort of a reaction to Christmas because Christmas is a beautiful holiday, a gorgeous a phenomenal, we love Christmas. Um, but it's sort of all pervasive. So as someone who, so let me just, when I was five years old, okay, uh, I will not, you know how you have some memories emblazoned in your head? I will never forget the day that my mother made it clear to me. Uh, I remember she. I remember where I was exactly five years old. My mother said, you know, by the way, I don't really appreciate her attitude. She was a bit flippant about it. Uh, she said to me, she was like, Gilly, we don't celebrate Christmas. And I remember thinking in my five-year-old brain, how do I get out of this family? Like, this is horrific. Simple. This is like, what kind of, like, look at my older brother. Like, he was just taking it. I was like, you're just going to take this sitting down? Oh, here. But, like, I didn't understand how Santa... Mm-hmm knew to jump from the Haskins house over our house to the Webster's.
4: Well, here's what you do.
3: And why would he do that? Well, listen,
4: you know, here's what my buddy Izzy and I had an arrangement. I had a buddy, Izzy. Yeah. We had an arrangement. <laughs> yeah. We exchanged gifts and we, we we promoted it to the family. So we got best of both worlds. You gotta, nice. There
3: you go. I didn't have it. It was arrangement. an arrangement. I didn't have an arrangement. I wish you were my next door neighbor, Vinny. <laughs> I didn't have an arrangement like that. Anyway, that was one of the... Of course, I went to the track with... <laughs> It's one of the Maybe most we got. <laughs> I took I, care of that. I was only five at this point in this story, but yeah. So I was anyway. That was one of the most traumatic of. of well, days. happy Hanukkah, kid. Thank was, you. You're was welcome. Nine in his story. Thank you. A little what? older. Video yeah. was nine. Yeah, his video was nine <laughs> when he was going to the track after that. Um, after not, I, was, I was eight. Yeah, and for those who and for those <laughs> very who, good <laughs> for those who counter by saying, well, don't you get gifts all eight days? No, we don't get gifts all eight days. Like, there's nobody I know that's ever gotten. My dad would get donuts every night. So anyway. <laughs> Anyway, thanks for the
0: happy hunt. You're welcome. Appreciate it. I didn't mean
3: to trigger all right. a flesh memory. <laughs> I didn't mean to have a trauma She she had a bit of an attitude about it. <laughs> like I should have known by then. I remember the exact day in the place. I wow. do. I do. I all was right. like, what do you mean he
4: does? All right. Well let, let's get here. Let me oh, let me
3: let me let's do a little therapy. Okay. All right, please. The, ah, the Panthers in Browns in Cleveland. I forgot what we were doing for a second. Panthers uh, lose again, Vinny. Four in a row oh. for the Panthers. And Greg Olson, dunzo again. Mm-hmm. Planter fascia out for the season. Just horrible luck for him. Christian McCaffrey keeps lighting up the box score. 10 carries, 106 yards, 9 catches, 55 yards, and a touch. Cam Newton, 28 of 41 for 300, right? That's good, but two touchdowns mm-hmm. and four. Four INTs. Sacked four times. The Carolina Panthers outgain the Bucs. 444 to 315, doesn't matter. Carolina loses the Bucs 24 to 17. They lose as three and a half point road favorites. Remember last week when I guessed this, I was like three and you said three and a half and I said, why are they getting a hook?
4: Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. Buccaneers offense can do this. Anyway, Buccaneers get it done, but Carolina falls to six and six and they're very much now, for a month ago, they were just a lock to get it done into the postseason. Now they're in a scrum. They're at Cleveland, you said here.
4: At Cleveland, yes.
3: Cleveland, who we mentioned already, lost to the Texans. Baker Mayfield, mm-hmm. twenty-nine to forty-three for three ninety-seven, but one touchdown and three picks. He, he was running for his life. Running yesterday. for his life. Yeah. Uh, their entire running game, the Browns yesterday, mm-hmm. was Nick Chubb's nine carries for thirty-one yards and a touchdown. That was it. Nobody else got a carry. Nine carries for thirty-one yards. Jarvis Landry, six catches, one oh three, but four turnovers for the Browns. That's what did him in, including Mayfield's three interceptions. Can you name the last time Baker Mayfield threw three interceptions in one game?
4: Was it in it had to be at uh, Oklahoma? At Texas at Tech. Texas Tech. Okay. When he was a freshman. Where he was where he had transferred from. To go to right? Oklahoma. To go to Oklahoma.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh he entered the game having thrown nine touchdown passes with just one interception uh, in the past three games. Uh, you know what uh, JJ Watt after the game he probably wasn't feeling too dangerous in the first half but he was feeling a little but he was feeling a little more dangerous in the second half that a response to uh Baker Mayfield saying before a Browns win earlier this season I'm feeling I knew I woke up feeling dangerous this
4: morning Yeah well he was in danger yesterday <laughs> for uh, most of the game that I can tell you
3: Tough sequence for the Browns too when uh, yeah. Mayfield threw a bomb to Callaway it was called back mm-hmm. on a penalty and then the next play again it was a, another big gainer And then just before Callaway was going in the end zone, Justin Reed, who made the biggest play for the Texans against the Mm -hmm. Redskins, too, picked six for 101 yards. He knocked the ball loose. Uh, Bad news for Cleveland also. Denzel Ward left in the first half with a concussion yesterday, so keep an eye on that. Carolina's at Cleveland. So last week I said it should be three at Tampa. You said it was three and a half. I'll say this is Carolina minus two and a half at Cleveland.
4: Carolina won, and I believe Cleveland will get plenty of play here.
3: You think Cleveland ends up as the favorite?
4: I wouldn't be surprised. Would be a quick move. Yeah,
3: I said this last week. Carolina is so tough to put your money behind.
4: They, they are now. I mean, think about it. you. You mentioned it. You hit it on the head. They were six and two at one point. Right. Appeared to be playing extremely well, um, but they have not only have they lost four in a row, but they have found ways to 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 really hurt themselves. Cam Newton yesterday. You mentioned the the three four, interceptions. He's four. still taking a four. Four. four in yeah. a, And taking punishment still.
3: And did you you notice that they took him out of the game on the Hail Mary? Mm -hmm. Uh, Taylor Heineke came in the game to throw it, which also tells you that something's up with his Uh, arm. With his arm,
4: yeah. Didn't
3: have the strength to get it downfield. They felt more comfortable with the backup. Good point. We'll come back. We'll guess some more. Try to find some value. It's Guessing Lines right here on the Numbers Game at VESA.
0: Support for today's Beating the Book podcast, as always, comes from bookmaker.eu, bookmaker.eu. An industry leader for close to 30 years, professional players consider them a must because they're first to post odds. Take the highest limits and pride themselves on never having kicked out a winning player. And as I always say, that's the rarest of commodities, never having kicked out a winning player. Pro bettors, they value that more than anything in the world because it is rare. Very few places can claim that. And... The highest limits, greatest combination ever. Bookmaker is a high volume sports book, best suited for not only the sophisticated player who understands sports betting, but also large recreational players who do as well. And their motto, where the lines originate, has always been their motto, because chances are your sports book follows their line. I wouldn't know what to do without bookmaker.eu. That's the truth. Right now, if you visit bookmaker.eu slash gill. You can join and claim an exclusive 100% welcome bonus of up to $300. Let me say that again. Bookmaker.eu slash gill, G-I-L-L. Go there now, sign up, claim your welcome bonus of up to $300. Thank me later. Bookmaker.eu, the only place to bet.
1: Back to a numbers game with your host Gil Alexander, broadcasting live from our VCN studios in Las Vegas.
3: Vinny's in for Chrissy. We're guessing lines here on a numbers game at VCN. Let's try to uh, squeeze in a couple here.
4: Here we go. The Atlanta Falcons, oh man, a lost season uh, against another lost season. The Green Bay Packers. This oh. game in Green Bay.
3: Atlanta's four and eight. Green Bay now four seven and one. We talked about the Falcons having lost to the. Um, Ravens yesterday, Atlanta, right. 34 yards rushing, 97 yards passing. Jeez, 34 yards on 15 carries, by the way. For Matt Ryan, the fewest passing yards in a game he's played from start to finish in his 11-year career. Wow. Fourth straight loss for the Falcons. Thousands of empty seats at Mercedes-Benz Stadium yesterday. Plenty of blues, uh, booze rather, and blues, with the clock winding down. And then the Packers... Famously, yesterday, losing outright as 14 point favorites against the Cardinals. Man. And Mike McCarthy cost him his job. Some might say finally, some might say at last. Uh, Packers lose it 20 to 17 as 13 and a half point closing favorites here at the South Point Hotel Casino. But um, Mark Murphy. Says in a statement after the game, the 2018 season has not lived up to the expectations and standards of the Green Bay Packers. As a result, I made the difficult decision to relieve Mike McCarthy of his role as head coach effective immediately. Green Bay has lost three straight and five of six. They were three for 14 on third downs. I will say Green Bay, despite that, remember last week, getting back to last mm-hmm. week, right? I guessed 10. You said it was 14. I couldn't believe that either. Mm-hmm. I'll say Green Bay minus four and a half here.
4: Green Bay six. Packers, six. I just think that's a new
3: look. Guess, we'll see. I guess. Just seems high. Mm. It shouldn't be six point favorites against anybody right now.
4: It's the Falcons,
3: and ro- it is. I give you that. I grant you that. But you know, Aaron Rodgers is not that. Is not on all cylinders either. No, he's
4: not. Uh, good point, Gil. Um, the probably the most important player to the number that as we've talked about for the last couple of years. Uh, but he is uh, he's not. I don't think he's 100%. Obviously, the knee is, is not uh,
3: not 100%. But, um, you know, can oh. I, when I moved to San Francisco mm-hmm. years and years ago, they had just come off like 21 years of Hall of Fame quarterbacking, Joe Montana, followed by Steve Young. Steve Young. They won five Super Bowls. And I remember when Jeff Garcia was the quarterback there. By the way, Jeff Garcia, who only went to three Pro Bowls with the Niners, right? Niners yes. fans were so spoiled, they're like, oh, he's terrible. Mm-hmm. I'm like, please, give me, yeah. give me Jeff <laughs> Garcia. Right? They've had this in, in in Green Bay now. Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. Right. They've won exactly two Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. At cool. some point, you got to make a change. I get it, the timing mm-hmm. bothers people. But, man, this is long overdue. Long overdue. And, and me and Lombardi, and I'm sure other people on the network have talked about how Aaron Rodgers looks like he hates Mike McCarthy. His oh. body language does.
4: Yeah. So you say six here. Six. backer right. Or six. Let's do one more. Yep. There
2: uh, in his birthday yesterday. Who's? Mike McCarthy's? No, Aaron Rodgers. Oh. So a no, nice no. little pr- uh, present for
4: management. Well, there you go. Maybe. Maybe. Here's a rebound spot, Gil. Uh-huh. The Saints in Tampa to play the Bucs.
3: Saints with the extra Saints. rest at the ball off their debacle Oof. love that love that word at uh dallas mm-hmm. tampa bay with the win over carolina drew breeze by the way last thursday night just want to repeat the drew Brees stats because they're so off the board outlying he was 18 of 28 for 127 against the cowboys and the saints 13 to 10 outright loss last thursday night uh for 127 yards i said one touchdown one pick 176 total yards for the Saints in that game. The Saints had 176 total yards against the Cowboys. Wow. They were 3 for 11 on third downs. Jameis yesterday for the Bucks, 20 of 30 for 249. Two touchdowns, no picks. Five carries for 48. Chris Godwin, five catches, one-on-one and a touchdown. New Orleans by seven on the road. I'll say it'll be the exact same spread it was against the Cowboys here at Tampa. Saints,
4: eight. Ooh, over seven. Mm-hmm. Better than a touchdown.
3: Okay. All right. I'm not like, I know that's off the number. I'm not. It's okay. I'm by not, day. yeah, I'm, I'm not bothered by that. All right. Um, can I say one more thing about the Mike McCarthy thing, too? Go ahead. Actually, I don't know what else I wanted to say about it other than uh, we mentioned, I, I talked with Mike Lombardi about this last Tuesday, which is I think this is going to be the strange year where the worst teams in the league, the, the group of worst teams, are all end up keeping their coaches, right? Because the Niners aren't going to fire Shanahan. The Raiders aren't going to fire Gruden. Mm -hmm. All these different circumstances at the bottom where guys are first-year coaches, Shermer with the Giants, um, you name it. But I think it's these mid-tier guys. I think Todd Bowles will go with the Jets, but I think McCarthy, we mentioned, was the first to go Mm -hmm. now. Ron Rivera's job, very much in jeopardy. John He's Harbaugh, down. Lamar Jackson, might be saving his job. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a whole bunch of guys sort of mid, just above that bottom group that could. That's a good point. Bottom group is their end.
4: rebuilding. So, yeah, yeah. that's,
3: that's it's a gonna, good point. It's going to be an interesting yeah. uh, offseason in of the National Football League for sure. we got a whole m- bunch more games to get to. Oh, right? yes. We're not even, got the not even the halfway slate. Everybody through. plays. No more buys. All right. Guessing lines. That's what we do right here on A Numbers Game on Mondays. Tomorrow, Michael Lombardi. Thursday. Sharp and crack, the football free for all. That's how we do it. And Wednesday, oh, Wednesday, special guest. I want to talk about that coming up on a numbers game at Visa.
1: Now, back to a numbers game with your host, Gil Alexander, broadcasting live from our Visa Studios in Las Vegas. Back on a numbers
3: game hour, number two here at Visa, Series XM, channel 204, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo TV. And as always, uh, as Brent says, cashing tickets is what it's all about. Visa wants to make you a better handicapper, not just this week, but for months and years to come. Right now, don't forget, you can get VEASAN's all-access subscription package through the Super Bowl for just $79. And all-access means everything we do, by the way. That includes Point Spread Weekly, Vinny. It's VEASAN's digital magazine for sports bettors. And in this week's edition, we uh, we previewed this past week anyway. We previewed Conference Championship Week in college football, our NFL quarterback betting report, best-best from VEASAN's on-air experts. We always do it every week. uh, NHL, MMA, PGA, NCAA, we get it all. But what's really coming up now is our popular College Football Bowl Guide. It's due out within a week. More than 100 pages of analysis and predictions for every bowl game. And I do mean every one of them. You get access to our 24-7 video stream and replays. All that for $79. That's $20 off the regular price of $99. Order now. We'll throw in the $20 discount on merchandise in the VEASAN store. Anybody got me that hoodie yet? Oh, I got to pay for it? Okay. No promo codes needed, by the way. Just go to vison.com slash subscribe. That's vison.com slash subscribe. Do it today. That was
4: a very popular edition last year.
3: The bowl guy. The, the bowl yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Good stuff. Uh, we will cover every single bowl here and again. Tread lightly bowl season. hand Just want to point that out. All right. Vinny Malilo is here, ladies and gentlemen. The the slow jamming sounds that you hear is the slow jamming dulcet tones of Vinny Malilo He's in for Chrissy Andrews. Chrissy listening to uh, the show right. and uh, critiquing, I'm sure, every word that we're saying here. No, he would never do that. No, no. He was, <laughs> was waiting, He's shaking his waiting, head again waiting for, these waiting for me to talk about <laughs> teasers, I'm sure. <laughs> and it should be pointed out again. People should know. Uh, teasers, teasers, unless you teased properly this week, didn't go well for you, mm. by and large, in the NFL. Tease properly.
4: Yes, Minnie. Next game. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do with this game, teaser wise? The Jets and Buffalo to play the Bills.
3: Oh man. Three and nine Jets, four and eight Bills. The Jets, as we pointed out, snatching a defeat from the jaws of Whoa, victory against man. the Titans yesterday. Yep. Josh McCown, seventeen of thirty for one twenty eight, no touchdowns, one pick, sacked twice. Jets were eleven had eleven penalties for ninety six yards. Todd Bowles, after the game, quote: "Dumb mistakes at dumb times cost us ball games, and that's why we're in the position we're in." Oh boy, that's not good. Thanks, Todd. <laughs> Again, Todd Bowles, lifetime pass, Redskins Super Bowl champion. Malcolm Butler intercepted Josh McCown's pass with 21 seconds left to seal Tennessee's win, and the Jets collapsed. New York now has lost six straight. Mm. Todd Bowles is fuming. Jets had not forced a turnover in five straight games. Uh, they, they did here. They sacked Mariota three times. They got production, the Jets did, across the board on special teams. They blocked a punt to set up a uh, field goal. They blocked an extra point attempt inside the final middle of the first half. They had a 61-yard kickoff return. None of it mattered in the end. Tennessee beat them. Buffalo Bills. They end up losing to the Dolphins. Man, that last pass from Josh Allen, wow. Charles Clay, mm-hmm. and Charles Clay couldn't wrangle, and it was short. I get it, and it was a bit of a duck. But man, there was no one around him. Bills battling. Bills battling. Competing. At four and eight, we feel good about the Bills, don't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know they why? Compete. They're because we all should apologize to Josh Allen. Maybe not all uh, of us, Vinny, what, what, you're looking like you shouldn't. But, I mean, maybe some of us What would I do to Josh Allen? <laughs> We're killing Josh Allen. It's because... not just
4: him that's a dog. This teams, you know, I mean, you know, I made the whole team a dog in these games. Except, you know, except this one, you know that.
3: I'm just saying, some of us might have said he couldn't, he wasn't accurate at Wyoming. He's not going to be accurate in the NFL. 18 of 33 for 231, two touchdowns, two picks, sacked twice, but nine carries for 135. Mm-hmm. Like, we got to start thinking of Josh Allen as this guy who can tuck it under and get it done. He's doing it multiple games now.
4: Yeah, but you certainly don't want your quarterback to be your leading rusher either. You don't. <laughs> not, not, not in the long term. You don't bet. Say right?
3: Jones, by the way, four catches, 67, but two touchdowns for the Bills yesterday. The Bills outgained the Dolphins in total yards 415 to 175 and lose it 21 to 17. Dolphins. Cover the closing number here at the South Point, three and a half. This was a total game that depended when did you get the number? What number did you get it at? When did you bet this? Super contest, Bills bettors were the winners because it was four and a half, Mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. But 415 to 175 in total yards, but three turnovers for the Bills, minus two in turnover margin, 13 penalties for 120 yards. This Is at Buffalo?
4: This is in Buffalo, yeah.
3: Bills minus four.
4: Bills three and a half, good,
3: right there. These are kind of easy though this week so far. It'll
4: might it will probably get there. Uh, I think there'll be support for the Bills here. All right, What's another uh, division, a lot of division games. So that's no, no real surprise here as we get into the final month of the season.
3: Patriots in Miami to play the Dolphins. Oh, so just like the AFC South, the AFC East, correct? Involved with mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. Patriots at the Dolphins. Patriots now nine and three after beating the Vikings yesterday and covering the Dolphins, as we just mentioned, get by the Bills. Dolphins are six and six. How are the Dolphins still alive?
4: Good Nobody Lord. talking about the Dolphins. By the way, did Jay Cutler beat the Patriots in Miami last year? Did Jay Cutler beat him? Jay Cutler was a Dolphin. Yeah, last year didn't uh, the uh, Dolphins? Did he? Beat that the Dolphins
2: game? won that game, but I don't think Cutler was the quarterback at the time. Oh, I... I'll have to look. I'll check.
4: I I wouldn't bet against
3: that.
2: He's very cavalier. Just want to point that
3: out. But anyway, anyway just, just anyway. thinking back. Is this is Michael. Uh, Tom Brady yesterday, 24 of 32 for 311. One touchdown, one pick, no sacks. 471 total yards of offense for the Patriots. Bill Belichick earning his 250th victory, including playoffs, as the mm-hmm. Patriots coach. And the Patriots won eight of nine since starting the season, one and two. This game was Wait. 10-10
4: in was it the third quarter late third early fourth
3: yeah and then the patriots just went patriot Mm on. belichick improved to 65 and 13 in december straight up brady's 59 and 11 straight up in december both are nfl records for the most wins during that month for a coach and a player patriots have clinched now their 18th straight winning season second longest streak in nfl history the cowboys had 20 seasons between 66 and 85 the only longer streak and Tom Brady, for those who missed it, reached another milestone. 1,000 yards rushing in his career. It took him 19 years and 265 games. Plenty of Patriot fans <laughs> in Miami for this game. As it reached the 1,000-yard milestone. Most by a player since the merger.
2: And Vinny was correct. It was Jay Cutler who, who, beat, who beat them down in Miami oh, last year. Oh, there you Matt, go, Vinny. Matt Moore was two weeks before when they played up in New England. Mark one up mm. for Vinny. Yeah. yeah. Vinny, Vinny
3: I knew you'd run into one eventually. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm
2: choking. That's
4: why I said don't <laughs> bet against it. Read the fine print, boys.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm obsessed with Tom Brady's rushing numbers. Can I just give you one more? <laughs> yeah. Tom Brady has averaged 1.7 yards per carry in his career. 3.8 3.8 yards per game. His most prolific rushing season, 2002, when he ran for a total of 110 yards. Okay, I'm done. Uh, it is Ryan Tannehill now who is behind center for the uh, Dolphins. Yes. He's 16 of 24 for 137 yesterday in victory. Three touchdowns, one pick, sacked three times. 60 total rushing yards for the Dolphins. The Patriots will be seven and a hook on the road against the Dolphins.
4: Eight on the opener here at the South Point. Man, mm-hmm.
3: I am on fire. You are. Which sucks because I'd like to have some value somewhere.
4: Let's keep working. Let's move on. The Rams. At the Bear Oh wait, this is a flex game. So you want to do that
3: later? Yes, please. Okay. We'll do that later. The Giants at the Redskins. Sight unseen on the Redskins tonight. Mm-hmm. Chris Thompson back. Maybe Jamison Crowder. Come on, skinnies. It's big. Skins trying to keep pace with the Cowboys. Eagles trying to stay relevant tonight. But sight unseen with the skins, it'll be the Giants at the Redskins. I'm gonna just say I'm gonna say Redskins by three right off the bat. Sight unseen. Obviously, what happens tonight could alter that. If Colt McCoy goes down and the Redskins simply don't have a quarterback at that point, that would change things, for instance. God forbid. Saquon Barkley yesterday. Giants beat the Bears 30-27. to In overtime. In overtime. And, man, did they almost blow this game. Uh, Saquon Barkley, again, 24 carries, 125 yards. Odell Beckham Jr. caught a touchdown pass, threw a touchdown pass. Mm-hmm. Giants, though, got to clean up the penalties. 12 penalties, 107 yards. Giants blew a 10-point lead in the final 1 minute and 13 seconds of this game. Right. Aldrich Rosas kicking a 44-yard field goal in OT eventually for the uh, what eventually became the 30-27 to 27 win for the Giants. Snapped the Bears' five-game winning streak. Rosas, by the way, kicked a 57-yard field goal in the final play of the first half. Longest field goal in Giants history. New York has won three of four since its bye week. Didn't nail down the win until Janoris Jenkins knocked away a deep fourth down pass to Taylor Gabriel uh, after Chase Daniel had fumbled on consecutive plays on that final drive to set up a fourth and eight. By the way, the the Bears had three fumbles, I believe, on that final drive that they recovered. Didn't work out for them in the end.
4: uh, Season-high five
3: sacks for for Chase Daniel.
4: How many many fourth-down conversions did the Bears have yesterday?
3: Fourth-down conversions? We'll have to look that up.
4: They had about at least four or more. Um, you you mentioned it. Four of the, the, five, I believe. Four or five. So the, um, they were down ten. Field goal. Recovered the onside kick. Yes. Fourth, and goal to tie the game on a on a play that I think every bear uh, on the field touched a ball.
3: Yeah, we'll we'll get to the Bears. Po- <laughs> We'll get to the Bears' perspective on that soon. Yes, but the Bears—it was amazing. Chase Daniel, first of all, con- converted a fourth and long to mm-hmm. Tariq Cohen on that drive, right. and then yes, the final play, fourth and goal, which Tariq Cohen ended up throwing
4: trickery, trickery. <laughs> uh,
3: but the uh, now skin, skins by three is what I'm saying here. Giants at skins. We'll yeah. get to the Bears. Uh, skins by three. Sight unseen. They'll probably
4: get there. Opened one and a half. Oh, come on.
2: Just to go back to that Bears uh, Giants game, the Bears were four for five on fourth down in the game. Look at that. The teams combined to go six for seven. The Giants were two for seven. Six two. for
4: seven fourth down conversion. You know what scares me about get. that? How well done, Kelly.
3: I have box score memory that I was able to come up with four for five in my head. Excellent. That's very like good. good. I should really give fill, the Giants a little credit. Fill my brain with it.
4: I thought they would be uh, emotionally spent after last week's loss. Yeah. Um,
3: Gi- Giants, Bills, Broncos are sort of feel good, mm. right? At this point, yeah. Broncos are six and six, like they're in
2: it.
4: And, well, they're in it, and yeah. their schedule is very favorable.
3: They go nine and seven. They're very favorable schedule. The Broncos, the, yeah. who who will finish with a better record this year? Case Keenum with the Broncos or Kirk Cousins with that's the Vikings?
4: A good, that's a good. That's a good. It's a good one. Yeah, All right. Let's do one more.
3: All right.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: We've got the. Speaking of the Broncos in San Francisco, there's one of them play the Niners.
3: Six and six Broncos, two and ten Niners. Philip Lindsay, five foot eight inch. Philip Lindsay, nineteen carries for 157 yards, Beast. career best. Two touchdowns yesterday for the Broncos. It was windy. And the Broncos basically said against the Bengals, Broncos win it 24 to 10, easily covers four point favorites. They're like, Look, it's windy. Philip, you ready for this? You and your five foot, eight inch frame? And Philip was like, Yeah, I'll go for 157. That's what he did. Broncos, since their bye week, Vinny, they've beaten the Chargers, the Steelers, and the Bengals. Mm-hmm. 66 degrees at kickoff, but really windy. Wind gusts up to 40 yeah. miles per hour yesterday. Mm-hmm. Redirected kicks and throws. Uh, his nickname, Lindsay's, Pitbull, undrafted rookie out of Colorado. Uh, and is the first undrafted rookie in Broncos history to top a thousand combined yards rushing and receiving. Denver was up twenty-one to three in this game in the third quarter. Katie barred the door at that point. Used to say Katie barred the door when you were a kid, Minnie.
4: No, but either did I. Some, some of the uh, mm-hmm. relatives did.
3: <laughs> but little, some of your southern relatives. <laughs> uh, quarterback Chris Harris Jr. By the way, broke his uh, lower right leg in the first quarter. So that's bad news for the Broncos there. San Francisco. Uh, I guess we should mention the Niners got crushed by the uh, Seahawks. Oop, Mullins. They did. Nick Mullins, 30 of 48 for 414. Didn't matter. Two touchdowns, one pick. It's all cosmetic. Sacked three times. Dante Pettis, five catches, 129 yards, two touchdowns. They actually outgained the uh, Seahawks, 451 to 331, mm-hmm. but three turnovers. Minus three turnover margin. You know how that goes. And 13 penalties for 128 yards. Whew. Wow. Let's flash that up one more time, guys. Seahawks, how's the, uh, the Niners? Seahawks, we'll get to them. So efficient. Seahawks beat them 43-16. to Worst two teams in football, the two teams in the Bay. Sorry, Bay. Raiders and Niners. Uh, Denver's at San Francisco? Denver in San Francisco. Okay, so this is actually an interesting line to make because three would be too few Mm -hmm. and seven, I think, would be too many because the Broncos shouldn't be seven-point favorites on the road against anybody. Sorry. So it's going to be in the no-man's land. I'll say Denver minus, I'll just throw out a number, five.
4: Five and a half. You're right there. Same number, basically. Dude,
3: let me just tell you, if you're just tuning in to guessing lines and you think I'm this good, trust me, you missed the last two weeks. I'm really not. <laughs> I mean, I was way off on a couple the last two weeks. Let's do another.
4: Here you go. Speaking of the Bengals. Oh, let's see how this works. In Los Angeles to play the
3: Chargers. The Charge. Right, Very just... impressive
4: last night in the uh,
3: second half. So, your boy, that'd be me. Uh, I don't know what got into me Saturday night, but I saw that the uh, Chargers were plus 710 in a faraway place to win the AFC. So, I grabbed it, even knowing to myself, well, if the Chargers, they're not going to win their division, probably. So, even if I'm getting this plus 710, it's probably not as good as rolling over money lines on their three playoff games that were required to win the AFC. But. I had this thinking suspicion that we'll never see the plus 710 again, so I grabbed it. And boy, did that turn out to be a pretty fruitful move after the Chargers yep. come from behind to beat the Steelers mm-hmm. yesterday. Uh, we'll get to them in a minute. First of all, the Bengals, can we just do a postscript on them for a second? A.J. Green, one catch, seven yards, toe injury, had to leave. Had to leave. We won't see him again.
4: For, and that was his first game back. First in, game uh, back. Almost a month or first three game weeks back,
3: right? He sure was. Mm-hmm. He. Uh, Reinjured the foot while running a route and came off the field for perhaps the last time this season. He returned after missing three games with an injured toe on his right foot, mm-hmm. hoping to give the Bengals offense a lift, but uh, didn't get through a quarter. Or actually only lasted one quarter. Bengals' sixth loss in seven games. By the way, that's another coach, Marvin, uh, Marvin Lewis. Mm-hmm. Mid-tier team, 44,392, smallest at Paul Brown Stadium since 2011. Yeah, Marvin Lewis could be gone because their defense is just getting destroyed. Jeff Driscoll, first NFL start, 25-38 of for 236, touchdown pick, fumble, four sacks. Um, Cincinnati, eight penalties in the first half, 12 for 100 for the game, eight in the first half. It's most in an opening half since 2009. The Chargers last night, this is the game that got most people. Pittsburgh was favored by three, three and a half, depending on where you got it. And by the way, always shop, always pick your spot when you get the best number. Closed here at the South Point is three at three and a half. Steelers led this game by 16. Couldn't hold on. 23-7 to seven at the half. They had
4: not lost a home game. They showed the graphic. Uh, went up by 14 points or more in the second half.
3: Uh, I believe I have that statistic right? for you. The Steelers had been 174-0-1. Went up by that much at home. There's a... 174, 0 and 1. And there's the Greek. Uh, oh, the Greek, 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 Greek with a sport. tweet. Yeah. They said before tonight the Steelers had never lost a game at home where they had led by 14 plus points. They were 220, 0 and 2. Wow. That's according to the Greek. Uh, the one they flashed up was that the Steelers had been 174, 0 and 1, went up by that much at home. Either way, you get the idea. But anyway, the Chargers overcame that. Phillip Rivers, 26 of 36 for 299, two touchdowns, no picks, sacked twice. Philip a sneaky MVP candidate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sneaky diggy. Keenan Allen, all over the place last night at a Cal. 14 catches for 148 and a touchdown.
4: No Melvin Gordon.
3: No Melvin And he will
4: not Gordon. play this game. He's still got a sprained MCL.
3: Here's the thing Austin Eckler uh, wasn't getting it done. They brought in Justin Jackson yesterday. He was, he was really he was good.
4: Very effective.
3: Eight for 63 and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Chargers were six for 11 on third downs. Uh, rivers drove the chargers 64 yards in 11 place to set up michael ba- michael badgley's 29 yard field goal on the final snap 33 to 30 win for the chargers i laugh because obviously if you saw that final sequence badgley's initial 39 yard attempt excuse me sailed wide left steelers were called for offsides then badgley's ensuing 34 yard attempt was blocked pittsburgh offside offside and then 29 yarder The Steelers were so far offside that the dude flew by him. He did. (laughs) And then he kicked it. The winning kick was behind. (laughs) That's right. The, blo- the, the uh, potential block. One of the
2: most amazing highlights I've ever seen. That yeah, was phenomenal. We got a guy is reaching back to try to block the kick because he was so yeah. far off. You
3: ever do that as a kid? Though you had like this thing where, like, today we're gonna we're gonna practice blocking kicks. Like you do it with your it's... when you're a kid. You're like, ah, I'll see what this feels like, and you like mistime time it and, right,
4: right. and jump right through it. There was a shot of Ben Roethlisberger, and you could read his lips saying, "We're offsides again." We're offsides <laughs> again. Didn't matter.
3: Twenty-three to seven at the half. Uh, mm-hmm. By the way, Desmond King also with a seventy-three yard punt return for a score. The Chargers were down 13 to nothing in the first quarter. Um, and then for the second time this season, the Chargers had a thing where one of their offensive linemen was clearly false starting. The refs didn't call it. Rivers to Travis Benjamin. That's how the Chargers got on the board. You will remember there was that game against the Browns where the Chargers were clearly uh they, it was clearly a false start in that game. It was uh it was Sam Tevy yesterday. I want to say it was it was O'Kung. Yeah, it was Russell Okung in that game against the Browns. And uh, Rivers hit Terrell Williams in that game. And that cost the ref in that Browns game for missing that false start? That cost somebody his job after that one. Chargers do it again. It's like Jedi mind tricking the refs. Mm. Do not call this what you see is not actually happening. (laughs) Chargers get it done. Chargers now, uh, what are the Chargers now? 9-3, and is that their record? I don't have that in front of me. Yes. Uh, Chargers definitely looking like they are a playoff team, and it will be interesting to see what kind because here's the thing in the AFC. Nobody's dominant. The Kareem Hunt thing is big.
4: Brought the uh, Chiefs back to the pack for sure. Yeah.
3: Uh Chargers, again, hosting the Bengals? They are hosting All right. the Bengals So this is interesting in Los Angeles. Because it's StubHub Center. Remember, it's not a stadium. It's not an arena. It's a center. But here's the thing. The Chargers are one of these teams where you say, oh, well, they're going to be on the road in the playoffs. They don't care. They don't care. They're on the road every week. I don't care. My buddy was telling me that he uh his brother's a ticket broker there in, in uh, Southern California, so they have a, uh, you cannot give away Chargers tickets to this game against mm. the Bengals. You cannot give them away.
4: Although this will be a game where it, there may be there should be more Charger fans than Bengal fans. Yes, Bengals
3: once. Bengals fans will not travel for this. <laughs> right? one. Chargers by 13 14 and a half. Ooh, I undershot it. Yeah, I guess. I would say this will be fourteen in the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because because the old the old sharp community, right? The old vague sharp community will take the Bengals probably here and knock it down to fourteen.
4: Fourteen, and then every teaser will be on the Chargers.
3: The old the old, old teas from yeah. Well, right the there. I should say yeah.
4: the public teasers. Will the public teasers on will be.
3: the Chargers. Yeah. Well. No, I will. I will not tell them not to. All right, just because you know, you know how I how I feel about this these days. Ready?
4: Uh, no, let's take a break. All right. How many more games we got, Vinny? We've got one, two, three. Uh, We've got the f- four, five games, including Monday night. Oh, and okay. The, uh,
3: prime. we right, time. we're we're on schedule. Yes, okay. all right. We're on schedule. We'll, we'll go to the break here. Uh, just a review, real quick. Not a lot. Let's see. You know how, like, by this point, last week and the week before, you we had, like, you, yeah. definite? Mm-hmm. I don't remember one game being outraged by so far this, Not this outraged, week. No. Not outraged, no. Was the biggest Last difference? week was outraged. Oh, I was outraged. Oh, was I happy? You Oh, <laughs> was <I> ever. <laughs> uh, the only thing that here that that stuck out to me was that you had, what was the one? Well, the Panthers. Oh, you yeah, had Green going. Bay by six over And then Green
4: Bay, uh... We opened six uh, sitting now. at uh, You had four and a half.
3: Yeah, I had four and a half. Right. You know, again, am I rushing to uh, bet the Falcons? Not exactly. No. All right. We'll do more. Guessing Lines Week 14 right here on a numbers game at v
1: Now, back to a numbers game with your host, Gil Alexander, broadcasting live from our v studios in Las Vegas.
3: For those of you who don't know, Vinny Malilo is an acrobat in and out of studio in the break like nothing ever happened. Ready to go. Never left. Never left. Huh. We're just talking to them off air. Like, you know, I haven't seen Brent or Jimmy in months because we do the shift here in the morning. Right. I never see them anymore. And I miss yeah. them dearly.
4: Well, um, they're listening, and I'm yeah. sure that they'll respond accordingly. <laughs> I
3: just want to point that out because we are <laughs> talking about it. <laughs> Brett Lawson is my former producer. We were, t- we were talking like, what was your favorite memory of the uh, of your time producing the show? And, and so we were talking about some of the Ask Jimmy things we did. Now you have Ask Vinny. On oh, the New York Post. How's that going? It's good. It's a lot of fun. Hey, Vinny. Yo, how come I, I get a lot of yo Vinny's. Yo, Vinny. Why is my what, Are parlay? you kidding me? Oh yeah. What's your favorite question so far? Anybody's asked you? Well, so,
4: some of them sports betting related, Vin. Well, yeah, sports betting related. Some of them, he just you know, I had had one where unfortunately the the, the individual needed more than Vinny. He needed a <laughs> he needed a little more than a psychiatrist. A, a little uh, help. yeah. A priest, really? a rabbi, and a in, and a good bartender in but, sports
3: uh, betting. I mean, Are you suggesting that people sometimes need more than?
4: It was great. It was actually it was a pretty funny question, Vinny. My wife's breaking my stones constantly. My daughter married a loser, and my son won't get a job. I need to win a bed. <laughs>
3: That's great.
4: Oh my! God.
2: You know, you need more than Vinny. You need more than Vinny, It's true. Pressure Vinny. But uh, actually, yeah. they're
4: good. They're good. The questions are good because uh, a lot of them. One last week was about uh, somebody who did not follow college basketball until uh, March until March Madness. Yeah. And I said, well, you know, what pros typically do is, is start to follow it now, particularly pay attention to teams that play a very tough non-conference schedule in advance. A uh, team like uh, Stony Brook, which has gone to uh, faraway places, including I think South Carolina to play and win, and uh, uh, so you know you want to you want to try to garner some intel in advance of conference play, and just mm-hmm. don't wait till uh, March Madness. Still doesn't mean that you have to wait bet on it right now, but at least start getting a feel for teams. Uh, styles and uh, who's got you know because we always we oftentimes talk about the one one and duns. Mm-hmm. There are teams out there that are very experienced that have a lot. This Buffalo team, Buffalo is a, a terrific team and a veteran team. When you say veteran team in college, well, yeah, juniors anymore are veterans compared mm-hmm. to a lot of one and duns.
3: Sure. So Buffalo, but. which had itself a heck of a football season, and I didn't, did, go, didn't yeah. go so well this yeah. past weekend. For
4: Think it. about it, Buffalo uh, is <clears throat> Buffalo. At the end, even though they've now Louisville has started surprisingly well in basketball, but Buffalo uh, combined in football and basketball is yeah. going to be better than Louisville in football and basketball <laughs> Jeez, this year. What is that? Amazing. Do? So,
3: uh, ask Vinny uh, in the New York Post and in Point Spread Weekly, right? Both, yes, both
4: the, the, uh, Bill puts it in there as well. Bill eighty, yep. Yeah.
3: Uh, and speaking of college basketball, on uh, on a numbers game this Wednesday, you ready to you ready to live on the edge? I am looking so, oh so forward to this. An honor to have him on the show. You ready, uh, Vinny? I am about to say. Go ahead. Alan Boston on the show this Wednesday.
4: Outstanding college basketball mind.
3: And you know what? The college basketball picks portion is probably the thing I'm least interested in talking to him about.
4: Okay, well, he's uh, got a
3: just want to hear him rant. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I want. just want his thoughts. I want—you know why? He'll give you his thoughts. He's the truth. I like the truth. He'll give you his thoughts. All right. Well said, Vinny. All right, let's continue guessing lines.
4: Here we go. The Lions in Arizona to play the Cardinals.
3: Well, there were a lot of crappy games this weekend. Can I just say from a
4: well, fan's perspective? Forget the betting Maybe side. from, a, well, from yeah. a betting side, though. You can always make it's, money. There's complete opposite, right? I mean, there's something.
3: You'll find something. As I, as I said during baseball season so often, you are not required to watch this National Football League game. Mm-hmm. How many times I say it in baseball? You are not required to watch this baseball game. Uh, Detroit's at Arizona. Detroit, Detroit coming, at yeah, at Arizona. Yes. De- Detroit loses to the Rams yesterday. Can I say this about the Rams? We'll get to the Rams momentarily, but the Rams have some some less than inspiring road performances. I will say that Rams beat the Lions in the end, thirty to sixteen. They cover as ten and a half point spread uh, as ten and a half point favorites. We'll get to the Todd Gurley angle when we talk about the Rams. But Detroit falls to four and eight. Matthew Stafford, twenty of thirty three for two forty five, one touchdown, one pick, sacked four times. Lions have lost five of six since they had a winning record in late October. They had a winning record right around Halloween.
4: It's usually the other way around with the Lions, right? They start off poorly and then finish.
3: Right, finish strong. Detroit's D held uh, the Rams offense in check for about three quarters and then not so much. And then there's Arizona, who beat the Packers outright as 14-point dogs, 13-and-a-half-point closing dogs here at the South Point. Josh Rosen, chosen Rosen. Happy Annika, Josh. 11 of 26 for 149. No touchdowns, no picks, sacked two times. Zane Gonzalez kicked a 44-yard field goal with 141 left. Mm-hmm. Mason Crosby then missed a 49-yarder as time expired. Cardinals braving the, the wintry conditions, 20-17 to 17 win. Uh, Gonzalez just joined the team this past week after Phil Dawson was placed on IR. And the Cardinals with a patchwork offensive line. Josh Rose and I will tell you this. The stats never look good, and he doesn't look good for most of a game. But, man, he has his moments. And he hit mm-hmm. Larry Fitzgerald for a 32-yard catch on third and 23 on that last drive to set up Gonzalez's winning kick. Uh, Dean Lowry, by the way, sacked Rosen on first down on that sequence, then Rosen threw an incompletion on second and 18, following a botch snap, and that's when he hit Fitzgerald, and the rest is history. Um, Detroit by two and a half on the road. Spot on. Is that right? Exactly. Wow, I thought I was going to be way off on that.
4: No, two and a half, buddy. You're at the south point. Okay. Wow. Now the um, the Eagles obviously play tonight, we know, but still, uh, at the Cowboys next week.
3: So NFC East doing that thing too. Yep. Philadelphia's at Dallas.
4: Philadelphia at Dallas. The okay. first place
3: Cowboys. So if Philly wins tonight, this will be a game between the six and six Eagles and the seven and five Cowboys. It will have big time implications. Huge implications. If the Eagles the lose tonight, not so much. Though it would for the Redskins, obviously, looking in. Mm -hmm. Dallas, it should be pointed out, we should mention, uh, last Thursday night against the Saints. Once again, rediscovering Zeke Elliott, 23 carries, 76 yards, 6 catches, 60 yards, and a touchdown. Cowboys had the ball for 36 minutes and 53 seconds in that game against the Saints. I'll say, depending on what we see tonight, Uh this could be anywhere between Dallas minus 3 or Dallas minus 4, somewhere in that pocket. So, well, we haven't seen three and the Eagles, a half, yeah. So I'm not going to be held to a. I no. refuse to be held to a number. Okay. So if if the, we the Eagles four, look good, it'll be three.
4: Okay, we opened at four. Okay, and no problem with that. it was actually bet up to four and a half as uh, as we speak. Really? Sit right here, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Um
3: Let's do one more? Do let's
4: we have do one more one before prime time? We the have one more. We have one more before the primetime All right, let's game. Let's do
3: the one more before the prime time.
4: Uh, the Steelers go to Oakland to play the Raiders. The
3: Raiders. Steelers. Game? Uh, hmm. Steelers lose to the Chargers last night. We already covered it. And the Raiders lose to the Chiefs, but the Raiders got within three. Big Ben yesterday in defeat against the Chargers. Twenty nine of forty five for two eighty one. Two touchdowns. One one uh, pick. Sacked once. Antonio Brown. 10 catches, 154 and a touchdown. Jalen Samuels in for uh, Connor there at the end. Mm-hmm. Two carries, five yards, but three catches for 20 and a touchdown. Possible fantasy pickup? Possible.
4: Looks um, like uh, Connor. James Conner, he had a lower leg injury to leave the game. They think he's going to be okay, yeah. though. Okay. Steelers,
3: Good. as we mentioned, once they had been 174-0-1, went up by that much at home, 16 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, now Pittsburgh, with four games left in the season, just a half-game lead over Baltimore. Uh, they dropped two straight for the first time this season, had no real answers for the Chargers in the second half. Mm-hmm. And here's their final month. Two of their four games in their final month are against New England and New Orleans. So the Steelers are in trouble. New England is in Pittsburgh, and is the New Orleans game in New Orleans? Let me check on that. We'll check on that, Kelly. Yeah, Kelly Bidlin. Uh, and then Oakland, as we mentioned, they lose mm-hmm. to the Saints. Oh, excuse me, lose to the Chiefs. But uh, Derek Carr had a good game yesterday. Did. 20, 29 of 38 for 285.
4: Fumbles, fumbles cost the uh, Raiders yesterday.
3: It's funny how that happens. Three Man. turnovers for the Raiders, mm-hmm. minus two turnover margin. Here's what John Gruden, I always like to quote John Gruden when the, uh, after Raiders games, quote, man, talking about Patrick Mahomes now. Man, he ticked me off today. (laughs) It's a credit to the guy. Made a third and 15 play that was right on our sideline. I was outside myself and I was so upset some of the plays he
2: made today. John Gruden. Lazy.
4: You know, if I closed my eyes, I could swear that Chucky was in studio.
3: That that
2: eyebrow raised. Yeah, it was a it was a good facial impersonation. Right? Not really but, a good. Right, voice. The voice is yeah. uh, a little shaky.
3: Yeah, Ooh. you know why? Because I get messed up with Jay Gruden, who I hear much more often.
2: Yeah, that, yeah, that, that's true. And uh, <laughs> who I have even Fies. less respect for. Fies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, week sixteen, it is Steelers uh,
0: at New Orleans. At New Orleans.
3: Steelers at New Orleans. So. Three fumbles for the Raiders led to three scores for the Chiefs reached double-digit losses. The Raiders have reached double-digit losses for the 12th time in 16 seasons. Mm. And yet, they're like the most singular brand still in the NFL for some ridiculous reason.
4: Scored 33 points yesterday and lost. And lost.
3: Jared Cook had a good game. Seven catches, 100 yards, and touchdown. Yeah, he did. Raiders were great on third downs. They were 9 of 12. Mm-hmm. But again, three turnovers led to three Chief scores. That's all you need to know. Uh, Steelers are at Oakland.
4: Steelers are
3: at Oakland, yes. My uh, my Bay Area friends from Oakland who are Raiders fans, they have had it with this franchise. Just want to point that out. Pittsburgh, okay. Sevens too few, 14s too many, because the Chiefs were 14 ish. Mm-hmm. So if it were 10, would people bet the Steelers? They would. 10 and hook.
4: 11 and a half.
2: Hmm, all, right.
3: all
4: right. No man's land. All right. The flexed. Well, don't do that. It's gonna break. Oh, it's gonna
3: break. Sorry. I know. Let's listen. I know. I wish it were a podcast too, Vinny. Sorry. Hey, I come from that background as well. Sorry. Apparently we have a commercial. Let's do one. All right. Right here. <laughs> numbers game at V It's Vinny in for Chrissy, guessing lines, on a Monday.
1: Now, back to a numbers game with your host, Gil Alexander, broadcasting live from our V studios in Las Vegas.
3: Vinny, after the uh, show today, I'll be headed over to the Westgate, where I'll be cashing my Clemson to make the FBS college football playoff bet prop. When it first came out, it was at plus 125, the S. Yes. And your boy got in a car, called the Uber, got in a car, and raced on over
4: there. There you go. Easy. Never, never. never, a, never a concern, plus, right? Plus money when it first came out. So Good walk up I'll
3: i'll strut up to the counter i'll do one of those slow home run uh trots you know slow ones just to, oh you're gonna you're gonna
4: flip it. you're gonna get a
3: badge i'm gonna to flip text it. john murray beforehand so he can film it You gonna flip your pen hey john i'm coming up to the I, counter
2: i'm enjoying the idea of, of you <laughs> racing over there in an uber like oh. you hopped an uber you're like step on it i've got a futures bet to make <laughs> <laughs> it was more like god
3: i hope he can find where
2: i am <laughs>
3: right. i hope he doesn't go the wrong turn but speaking of uh college uh, championships and the college football bowl season, which uh, precedes that. VEASAN wants to make you a better college football handicapper for bowl season with our annual bowl guide. It's due out next week, in the next week. So at some point, we are not pinpointing a day here. We are giving you a range of days where we will put this out. So by end of week, we will have this out. Uh, the bowl guide has more than 100 pages of analysis and predictions for every bowl game. And right now, if you sign up for VEASAN's all-access subscription package, bowl guide's only $9.99, 9 99 that's ten dollars off the cover price. Just go to com slash subscribe. That's com slash subscribe. Hello, Vinny. What's up, Gil? <laughs> Thank you for wishing me a happy Hanukkah earlier. I'm sorry that went off the rails.
4: <laughs> well, this you but... know, you had a you had a reason. You, I did. Mom I did. got you upset when you were five. Uh, she uh, did.
3: I didn't I didn't appreciate her tone. I didn't appreciate her attitude. <laughs> Thought she was a little flipping about. It. Anyway. Uh, we have primetime games to get we to We have week a primetime
4: game on Sunday night. The game that's been flexed of Flex. the Rams at the Bears. Uh, question, What? Uh, I think we'll see Trubisky, though, this week. Don't you?
3: I do. Flex. Time to have sex. All right. Uh, Rams at the Bears. Yes. The 11-1 and LA Rams at the 8-4 and Bears. Yesterday, Jared Goff kind of, you know, meh. The Detroit Lions defense really held them in check. 17 of 33 for 207. One touchdown, one pick, sacked two times. Uh, Robert Woods, five catches, 67 and a touchdown. Todd Gurley. Oh, Todd Gurley. 23 carries for 132 yards, and the Rams clinch the NFC West. NFC West champs. They beat the Lions 30 to 16. Cover is 10 and a half point. Closing favorites here at the South Point. Clinch the division title for a second straight season. Take a one-game lead over New Orleans, by the way. Mm -hmm. Uh, The race for the best record throughout the NFC playoffs after New Orleans lost to Dallas. By the way, uh, Sean McVay, very awkward post-game celebration speech if you want to sort of have an awkward moment. Just you know how some guys like let's they're not up, rah right. rah guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the great NFL films, one of the most awkward NFL films, things of all time, was Joe Montana like giving a speech to, to Joe Montana, winner of four Super Bowls, for God's sakes, Hall of Famer, but uh, not a Hall of Fame speech giver. Not known for his
2: personality.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah. He was course. like, uh, "We're gonna go out there and and we're gonna we're gonna put ourselves together." <laughs> you can see like all the all the teammates like looking at each other, like, "All right, Joe, just let's play the game." All right. somebody else speak, Joe. <laughs> Joe, do what you do best. Stay in your lane. Aaron Donald yesterday for the Rams, by the way, two sacks and forced a fumble. Mm-hmm. You remember he did, he did this against the Chiefs too. Aaron Donald, I, this I'm never the... happens, right? They don't give an MVP to a defensive player, but if they did, he's your guy. Well, they have defensive player of the year. Right? He well, won it player. last year. Yeah. He won the defensive player of the year last year. But again, uh, in this one, two sacks, forced a fumble, helped seal the win by forcing Matthew Stafford to fumble midway through the fourth quarter. He had two strip sacks, if you remember, in that 54-51 win over KC, NFL-high 16 and a half sacks through three quarters of the season. And once again, Samson uh, Ebukam, just like he did in that Chiefs game, he recovered one of Stafford's fumbles that uh, Donald poked out of Stafford's hands. At the Detroit 24, Gurley scored on a 13-yard run, rather, three snaps later, giving the Rams a 23-13 lead. Uh, but Goff was not sharp. Threw a pick on an overthrown pass in the second quarter, lost a fumble in the third quarter. So here's the other one now that we got to talk about. Todd Gurley yesterday, Vinny. Remember in that Green Bay game, he correctly, on his way to the end zone, decided to sit down at the one-yard line. Ensuring that Aaron Rodgers would never get on the field and have a Mm -hmm. chance to come back and win that game. Yesterday, on the north side of the two-minute warning, if you will, Mm -hmm. Gurley, third down, late in the game. He broke free. And instead of going into the end zone, he immediately does a right angle to the right. It's 90 degrees, by the way, geometry, folks. Uh, and he just sort of tiptoes the sidelines and decides, you know what? I'm just going to waste some time. Think about Todd Gurley, though, for a second. Forget the betting implications of it. Just from a selfless standpoint, that his head is that much in the game, that at that moment he's like, in his brain, we can, we can debate the merits of it in a minute, but in his brain he's like, this is a better way for us to win. This will maximize our chances to win. Good for him.
4: In control, um, cerebral. Right. You could say you could say a lot of things. I mean, betters will say different things than Yeah. I mean, Todd Girl, is he destined for coaching.
3: Well oh, no. maybe. Todd Gurley <laughs> does not care yeah. about your bets or your fantasy team.
4: You know, listen, he's he's an MVP candidate, but maybe not for not for all betters.
3: Uh he chose not to score, uh ran more time off the clock, forced Detroit to take timeouts. Um after the game, Gurley said, Quote, I wanted to waste some time, unquote. So
4: Simple. I just wanted to waste some time. Sure. By the way, there was a play at the end of the steel when the Chargers had the ball. Remember the uh, the running back? Uh, Get his name. Ran out of bounds.
3: Oh, Eckler. Uh,
4: yeah, was it Eckler? He ran Absolutely. out of bounds, and because the Steelers were, could have they would have been forced to use their last I time out Echler. there on that last drive. Anyway, it worked out good for them. But I just a complete opposite of what uh, you're describing with. Todd Gurley.
3: Yeah, it forced Detroit to take timeouts. Uh, proved to be a good move. Gurley ran for a two-yard score anyway mm-hmm. with 154 right. left. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lines were left with no timeouts on their final drive. That drive ended with Troy Hill picking off a pass at the end zone with 12 seconds left. Um, now, again, the the Rams were favored by 10 in the end or 9.5, somewhere in there. So mm-hmm. that went from 7 to 14. So when he didn't score that one, you know, Rams betters were just dying.
4: Yeah. At oh, point. they were.
3: And, and, again, it was the right move against the Packers. It can be debated whether or not it was a little overkill in this game because what's wrong with going up 14 points, for God's sakes? I get the sentiment. Don't get me wrong. But, uh, you know, a keep to lead back for the Rams, by the way. First time since uh, going down with an ankle injury in week three. And Brandon Cooks, first player NFL history, 1,000 yards receiving, three straight years, three different franchises. New Orleans, he actually did twice with New Orleans. New England,
2: Rams. How does how does that happen? By the way, like, I mean Brandon Cooks is so good, and he has somehow been lucky enough to be traded to a better team. Lucky every every time. Yeah, I mean, I mean, right? <laughs> lucky
3: or what is it about his game that people feel the need that to let well, him it's go? It's
2: weird. It's weird. I, yeah, yeah. I guess it's weird.
3: Chase Daniel for the Bears yesterday, twenty six of thirty nine in defeat against the Giants, two eighty five, one touchdown, two picks, sacked five times. Tariq one for one through the air. Game-tying touchdown at the buzzer um, on a trickeration play. Eight carries, 30 yards, 12 catches, 156. Tariq Cohen, honorary tribesman. Chicago forced overtime by getting a 21-yard field goal by Cody Parkey and a one-yard touchdown again from Tariq to Anthony Miller's. Time expired in the fourth quarter. Trick play touchdown set up by a recovered onside kick by Daniel Brown, which uh, Odell Beckham Jr. was not that interested in getting after.
4: Just want to point that out. Tariq Cohen just tweeted in his mom did not traumatize him at five <laughs> years old. Wait, just, Tariq didn't have that experience. He was all right. He's, he's yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Was, no, no,
3: Giants, <laughs> two penalties on the game, trying drive. It was an amazing game. Chicago a nose tackle, Akeem Hicks, hearkening back to the refrigerator, Perry, he scored on a fourth down and one dive. Bears fumble. Here's the stat of this game. You talk about fumble luck that didn't end up manifesting, but very well could have. The Bears end up losing this game. But if they had won, this would have been the stat of the game. The Bears fumbled six times mm. and lost one, including like three on that final drive. They were just yep. fumbling it all over the place. Daniel had four fumbles on his own, didn't lose any of them. Rams at Bears, Sunday night, two division leaders, mm-hmm. one of which has already clinched the division, the Rams. Rams 11-1, and one, Bears 8-4. and four. I'll say the Rams, listen, after seeing the Rams just underperform on the road more than once now. It's got to be the Rams minus three, and that's it.
4: Three and a half.
3: I don't. I don't think they. I don't think they should have the hook here.
4: No, well, they may not. Uh, may not keep it. May not keep it.
3: All right, let's do Monday real quick.
4: Okay, Monday night game. The Vikings in Seattle to play the Seahawks.
3: That's a. That is a game with implications right there.
4: Well, and and think about this. So the Vikings in New England. Yeah. Yesterday, mm-hmm. home, and now head. To the complete opposite coast. That's right. Right, northwest. On the one oh, hand, northeast to yeah. northwest.
3: On the one hand, that's nice. That's the nice part about being in the middle of the country, where you can sort of have that, right? So, so the Packers, yeah, with
4: this same, uh, it was it was in reverse though. I think it was in Seattle and then New England, right? You know. So
3: Vikings lose to the Patriots, as we talked about. So the Vikings are six five and one. Seattle beats the Niners. Seattle seven and five. So this is these are the two teams right now that hold the one and two wild card positions mm-hmm. at this very moment in the NFC. Although I guess you could technically say Washington without playing is in there too. Cousins yesterday, 32 of 44. This is such a typical Kirk Cousins game. 32 of 44, 201, one touchdown, two picks, sack two times, three for 12 on third down. That's what the Vikings were. Vikings have lost two of three, but the two interceptions were two late interceptions by Kirk mm-hmm. Cousins. Just how it, just how it works with Kirk. Sometimes. Vikings entered the game allowing the third-fewest rushing yards in the league, 93.6 yards a game. New England got 160 yards on the ground. Two late interceptions again for Cousins. And then there's Russell Wilson, the model of efficiency. Russell Wilson, 11 of 17, Vinny, against the Niners for 185, four touchdowns, no picks. So 11 completions, four of which were touchdowns. Sacked three times. Jaron Brown, by the way, three catches, 67, two touchdowns for the Seahawks. Three first half touchdown passes for Wilson on four completions. Let me repeat that. In the first half yesterday, Russell Wilson completed four passes, three for touchdowns. Third straight win for the uh, Seahawks. 20 to nothing lead. They beat the Niners for the ninth straight time.
4: He's not going to win it, but where would the Seahawks be without Russell Wilson? Uh, He's not going to win the MVP. So, so but good. If there's an MVP candidate, he, again, he's not going going to win it, but uh,
3: according to Sport Radar, Wilson throwing three touchdowns and four completions, fewest touchdowns per completions in a mm-hmm. first half dating back to 1991. Previous low was six. Mm. Uh, all that said, Seahawks minus three. I won't even think it hard through. You know, think think it too hard through. It's 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 minus three. It's a field goal.
4: There it is. Exactly.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll review all of these. Not much. You'll find something. But again, these are just first reactions. I'm sure by end of the week, I'll live beat it in my head around 100 times, and we'll come up with something. But we'll review these. We'll we'll see where if there is value where it lies. It's a numbers game. Vinny in for Chrissy right here on v
1: Now, back to a numbers game with your host, Gil Alexander, broadcasting live from our v studios in Las Vegas. Shout
3: out to uh, Russell Johnson on Twitter, Russ underscore Johnson 10, who says he's uh, streaming a numbers game from 30,000 feet up on Delta Airlines right now. Keep up the good work, boys. Got a nice picture of you on Twitter.
4: Really? Yeah. And 30,000 feet. Yeah, man. God bless him. Thank you. He went all
3: out. Thank you, Russell. Appreciate that. Let's review these, Vinny. Did we find any value? I'm not sure we did today.
4: Well, let's, uh, let's start from the top Thursday night. Jaguars, Titans. Mm-hmm. You nailed it. Four and a half. Mm-hmm. And these are the South Point openers. Mm-hmm. Next, uh, we start on Sunday. Ravens, Chiefs. Seven opener. Gill with a seven. Mm-hmm. Colts at the Texans. Texans open four and a half here at the South Point. Uh, you said four. Here's one a little bit different. Panthers, South Point opener of one uh, against the Browns you, in Cleveland. You said two and a half. So perhaps, uh, uh, do you, yeah, does even, that mean you like the Panthers? Uh, even
3: last week, though, I was right. like, I had three and it was three and a half. I had mm. more, like, more outrage yeah. at that.
4: Okay. Yeah. Um, the Falcons in Green Bay to play the Packers. First game uh, without Mike McCarthy you know, quite a while. This was a little high. Well... Packers, six. We opened at six. Uh, You said four and a half. Four and a half. I thought
3: that one was high.
4: Okay. Saints in Tampa to play the Buccaneers.
3: Except for the fact that the Falcons are probably just quitting at this point. Mm. Okay. There's that. But both teams, you know. Packers new coach. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
4: Saints, uh, we opened at eight. You said seven. Hmm. Jets in Buffalo to play the Bills. Bills, uh, South Point opener of three and a half. You said four. Probably get the four, really, with the, with the Jets, even if Darnold comes back. Patriots.
3: Yeah, how did that go the other way with McCown? Like, McCown should be better than Darnold, and I, it went the other way. That was yeah. surprising. Mm-hmm. Should point
2: that out. Yeah.
4: Patriots uh, in Miami to play the Dolphins. Uh, Patriots opened eight. You said seven and a half.
3: I could see the Dolphins keeping that close. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Let's, uh, we'll, skip the, we'll get to the flex game uh, later. Uh, Giants, Redskins mm-hmm. uh, in Washington. Even though Redskins are playing tonight, it is opened here at the South Point. One seconds, and a half. 30 seconds. Uh, three. yeah. Broncos, five and a half. You said five. Bengals, Chargers. Chargers, 14 and a half. You said 13. Yeah. Spot on Lions, two and a half in Arizona. Cowboys, four. You're going to wait. You said three to four. You're right there. Pittsburgh Steelers, 11.5 here. You said 10.5. Flex game. All right. The Rams, 3.5. You said 3.
3: Okay. Seahawks, 3. Okay. Right. We'll find more value as the week goes on. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan.